Hello and welcome to The Soprano Show. I'm Gavin Bowen. And I'm Hannibal Diaz. Today we will be talking about Season 6A, Episode 11 of The Sopranos, titled Cold Stones. This episode aired May 21st, 2006. It was written by Diane Frolov, Andrew Schneider, and David Chase, and it was directed by Tim Van Patten. Here's the HBO synopsis for this episode. A frenzy of borrowing money hits the crew. Carmela waxes philosophical on a trip to Paris with Rosalie. Meadow relocates. Vito tracks Tony down and begs to be let back in, something the crew is dubious about. Later, Phil... I don't know what this Phil? says. I, I don't know what this says. Um, Phil attempts to... Phil, do remedies the situation. Oh, man, things got very confused there very fast. Wow. You know what it is? Phil kills Vito. Is that what it Here, says? No. <laughs> here's here's the laziness that I've gotten to for okay. the show. I use voiced to text right. the HBO synopsis, mm -hmm. and I clearly didn't look back on this because Phil is even spelled F-I-L-L. -L. Oh. Phil... <laughs> yeah. It says, Phil, the attire do remedies the situation to Tony, his annoyance. Oh, okay. All right. So right? that wasn't you get just it. your mind disintegrating. That was the voice you know, to text. You, you get it though, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, Tony vents, not events, to Melfi <laughs> about AJ, but later puts his foot down with him. Holy shit. I was well, going to say in general, I don't understand this, this synopsis, especially uh -huh. the beginning. Yeah. A frenzy of borrowing money hits the crew. You know, I remember that phrase too. I remember reading that at some point or seeing that. I think when the show initially aired, that was like the description back in 2006. And then you saw the actual episode and you're like, it wasn't a frenzy at all. It was one guy. One clever dude. Yeah. Terry. Exactly. That was it. All right. Well, let's jump into this. Yeah. Spend enough time on these stupid synopsis. <laughs> synopses. We open with Carmela and AJ in a fight. Yeah. Pretty heated at the top. Uh, and I, I obviously hate to bring up Disney mm -hmm. again. No, let's just make it a running <laughs> thing every episode. But does Tony think she's talking about Cinderella? Right. When she mentions Cinderella Man as yeah. the classic? That's funny. I mean, it would have to be because this is Cinderella Man, the, uh, I guess, Ron Howard directed mm -hmm. it yeah. movie boxing movie yeah with russell crowe right which i have not seen oh, neither have i yeah i had I, I would imagine there's no other cinderella <laughs> man out there so i think tony is confused right and he, it's funny that he thinks that his wife would go right you know in her mid-40s yeah. to go just rent cinderella to watch for herself yeah well in this argument aj uh has been fired Mm -hmm. from blockbuster yeah he's been busted by the rhesus monkeys that run right that place they really go hard at blockbuster yeah they do <laughs> they do uh and then in the argument aj kind of gets caught a bit here he kind of slips up on how much he pays for crystal uh, at the club kinda, yeah kind of stumbles into that right tra trap yeah yeah we saw that in action of course a couple episodes back when he was um paying off the dwarves of club whatever it was right. in new york yeah i like that uh i like that every time ernan comes up tony has 
a new complaint. Yeah. <laughs> There's always something about Ernan. It doesn't matter. Tony, a, Tony's going to have something new. Yeah, it's a different scumbaggy anecdote. Right. Yeah. Yeah, paralyzed a girl. Right. With this car. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, kind of ends with Carmela storming off. Mm-hmm. AJ giving attitude. Tony with just kind of a perfect line. Are you fucking kidding me? You should be kissing her feet. Because when you were growing up, if it wasn't for her, I would have knocked all your baby teeth out with one shot. Because I think it's a pretty good setup, kind of, right, for the ending. Yeah, exactly. I mean, also, Tony, I mean, in general, this episode is kind of Tony coming back around full circle to kind of who he was Mm. before he got shot. Yeah. So he's finally ready to, like, kind of, you know, get AJ in gear. Right. He was playing it soft before. Mm -hmm. But the real Tony is back. Yeah, and this leads into Carmela stressed out, in bed, can't sleep. It's not just about AJ anymore. Mm-hmm. Now Meadow comes in, says, I'm moving to California. Great. I say hooray. Send yeah. her on her way. Yeah, just get her out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. You right. know, go bother Finn you really must yeah while he's in dental school or whatever uh it is really funny here that like tony is just very tired this entire scene uh he doesn't really have a big reaction carmela has a i mean of course carmela's pretty keyed up already with regards to her kids you know she's upset about aj uh tony just wants to go to sleep right yeah so definitely feels like and aj's outside right and he definitely Mm -hmm. feels like he he can't live up to his sister right his sister has it better than he does yeah yeah uh that's true as he wears the jacket that right he uh always wears when he's about to go out the jacket that looks just a little too big yeah, right. but i guess that's the way it was back that in was 2006 mm-hmm. yeah uh on to costco with phil right a little shopping kirkland's signature yeah, so here's something that can stress Tony out a little bit. He is going to get less no-show jobs for his crew mm-hmm. than before. And we get a major theme kind of emerging, beginning in this scene, of Phil really asserting himself and really being like, look, I am the boss. Yeah, maybe I'm not actually the boss, but I'm the boss. Right. And that's the way things are now. Yeah, because John's only a name at this point. Yeah, yeah, folding laundry in Danbury. That's right. Uh Apparently, that vitamin deal went bad, too. Right. Christopher uh, stole a little for himself. Yeah. uh, From the take. The Centrums all Mm. over the truck. Exactly. (laughs) Packages ripped open. Yeah. So tensions are rebuilding between him and Phil. And I hate to bring this back, but, you know, Phil makes this big show of, all right, look, if you think that I've shortchanged you in some way, look, I'll just pay you off right here and now. Right. Takes out like a fat wad. Right. Once again, that wine <laughs> that they were so excited that Chris made right. three hundred dollars right. off of. Right. Yes. Phil appears to have many thousands of dollars. Yes. Maybe ten grand in right. that money clip. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically Tony can't really do anything about this. Uh, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So he has uh, to acquiesce. Yeah, he has to acquiesce. I wanted to use that word. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking bend over, but you oh, know, yeah. your 
<laughs> uh, yes, classier. Take it up the ass. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I like your more vocabulary. Um, well, you yours know, fits the yeah. theme of the episode, really. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Pull cue. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, in our next scene, Carmela reminds Tony that uh, she won tickets to Paris or, yeah, no, silent auction right. at the feast right. from a few episodes back. And she now wants to go to Paris. And from the very beginning, you can tell that, like, she already has planned to go without Tony. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. and it's great, too, because it kind of brings up the Rome trip mm-hmm. from White N- Night in White Satin Armor mm-hmm. all the way back then when she had planned to go with Rosalie. And she made that threat yeah. about, you know, needing to go or she just might commit suicide. Right when Tony was going through that shit with Irina. You know, what's really interesting here. Uh, did you catch this when Tony goes, oh yeah, your trip went south, blah, 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 when Anthony walked through the plate glass door? Yes. I think that's just a something that happened off camera, a story that they made up. Yeah. Where like she was going to go through with the Rome trip, and this is an explanation of why she never did. So, sure, yes. But Anthony, AJ? AJ? Yeah. It's just interesting. Has Tony ever referred to AJ as Anthony? That's true. Yeah. Just yeah. A little no, thing that no, I No, no, no. It did stand out yeah. for me as well. I only assume they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, they would have to. AJ. What other dumbass would walk through a plate glass door that would keep Carbella from going on a trip? Right. I just thought that was interesting that he's never called AJ Anthony. Unless he's talking about himself and right. his coma is like affecting him <laughs> in certain ways that we can only subtly tell. <laughs> Which is actually like super weird because he's never called himself anthony either right <laughs> eh, you know who knows yeah uh carmela nearly suggests in this scene to have fun with other women while she's gone right yeah doesn't it's, she that's a great way to like sell i'm going on a nice trip without you right like go go have at it go have fun right damn yeah with uh with the gumars and then shows her uh Paris being occupied by Nazi <laughs> right. forces on the History Channel. Yeah, he has a good laugh. I mean, Tony has so much to say about the French. That's another thing about this episode. Yes, <laughs> yes he does. He has many, many opinions. Well, I, I, you know, I was sitting watching and I was wondering, you know, maybe somebody can go back and and do this. Our researchers, mm-hmm. but I, I wonder if every time he's watching the History Channel about World War II and you know, war. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's ever like in those episodes, there's always infighting or fighting with New York. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it just like is paired with it. Wouldn't that be interesting? If like, that's like a deep, like Easter egg that chase throws in that every time Tony's watching the history channel, it means he's preparing for an inevitable head to head. Oh, I think you're completely right about that. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's funny that I never even thought about it. But as soon as you said that, I instantly was like, yes. You know, whenever we get Tony watching, I mean, I think for me, it's it's more thematically linked with like questions of leadership. Yeah. When he's really like needing guidance and what would like a great leader do. General. You yeah. know, a general type. In, Churchill. Uh, dealing with like a dilemma of some kind. I mean, he's FDR. even kind of interested in like Rommel. I remember Rommel was mentioned in a past episode. Stalin. Yeah. So he doesn't care which general it is. And I like that you're listing off. Hitler. Yeah. Do you know more? Like, (laughs) guys that have led armies. (laughs) Well, uh, let's be frank. None of those guys actually led armies. Right. 
Wait. Polio. What? I did say FDR while you were talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, th- I think it is thematic. I think there, yeah. is, there is something in there that, that Tony is using the History Channel. Di- yeah. It directly influences his... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think it's a leadership thing. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, I got to be the general now. What do real generals do? Right. Okay, and the next scene here. Yeah. First of all, like we've seen Tony in the mall before mm-hmm. you know buying one of his gumars jewelry or telling you know richie april mm-hmm. to stop running over beansy but never really just sitting having coffee and looking at the newspaper by himself yeah in the mall and Vito finds him mm-hmm. how the fuck does he do that how does he find out how does he find out that Tony is at the mall right. where we've never seen Tony before by himself? Well, we actually have. When? There was like, it's actually weird because I literally thought about this. And I remember that we have seen him at the mall by himself. like By himself? Yeah. Other I, than buying jewelry for... I actually remember this specifically. And we even discussed it. It was like an episode where he was literally like hanging out in a mall. And we're like, that's weird. What's Tony doing in a mall? And it was like a brief snippet, but it wasn't an episode. And I remember thinking like, as I was watching this, oh, this is a callback to, not a callback specifically to that like episode, but we've just seen Tony do this before. It's one of his spots where he sits and hangs out okay. when he just wants to be alone. I guess. Yeah. But it's also like, this is how Vito approaches Tony. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess he that was the only, I mean, he could have called Tony, maybe? Yeah. Right. Did he have to like walk up on him like that? Yeah, I think I we know. needed this so we could get his goober brother <laughs> right. in the scene. Yeah. Standing like that 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 part is so fucking funny. Right. He's like, you know, my brother's over there, cut yeah. to the biggest goober in the world. <laughs> yeah, and he's just standing there silently. Right, with his hands in his pocket, like yeah. he's got a maybe he's got a gun on him. This is the only way that we ever see him. Right. In silence. Yeah. Yeah. He's an odd silly character yeah i like these goofy brothers we've had them two episodes in a row now last week uh it was jenny's brother right right yeah, yeah. a round little funny man and yeah. here's another one yeah and this is not the same guy by the way who was beaten in the head by right sally right yeah mustang sally mustang sally yeah yeah, yeah. it's not the same guy no of course not yeah that guy's really a goober. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Tony, obviously not happy to see Vito at mm-hmm. all. I could probably get a letter from my doctor. A note from your doctor saying you don't like to shut cock? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a really silly plan that Vito has here. But. 20K or 200K. 200K. That's. Yeah. I mean, then he launches into the pitch and it's like, well, this is kind of what Tony wanted. He wanted to still get money out of Vito and he really didn't think that Vito's gayness was worth him getting whacked Mm -hmm. over. Obviously, Tony didn't approve, but kill the guy because of it. Tony's like, that's a little far. Yes. Obviously, Tony's soft morals coming out of the coma Mm -hmm. has changed his attitude on this uh and Vito smartly knows too that he can't go back into construction yeah so that's what leads into this ac you know working from out there mm-hmm. and he is a top earner yeah and the money the 200k that no one else needs to know about when are you going when is somebody going to say i have 200k for you 
Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, he could buy a Stugatz three with that. Yeah. yeah. Have a fleet. Yeah. Yeah. He could have quite a fleet. So awesome. he's giving Tony something to think about, but also Tony wants to maintain. You know, look, I'm taking a hard line here. So he just stands up and walks away. Yeah. Takes it back to the Bing, and mentions it to you know his top guys, Chris, mm-hmm. Polly, and Sill. Polly's reaction, right? Pretty great. Yeah. You know, Christopher has to leave for AA, and Polly's like, Jesus, we have AA. <laughs> yeah. Gays. What the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah. What does the world come to? Yeah. I liked Sill's explanation. I mean, Sill, in a way, has a theory that answers your question uh-huh. about how Vito tracked <laughs> Tony down. He does. Uh, you know, hey, the gays, they're devious <laughs> right. because they have to be in the closet. So right. with their sneaky deviousness, yeah. they're extra skilled at stocking up. I on, guess that is on the, their prey. The answer. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, Tony, obviously, fuck Phil. And, mm-hmm. you know, whatever Phil said, it doesn't matter. Like, fuck Phil. He's not going to do anything. This is our problem. And, hey, money would be rolling in. Why not just keep him mm-hmm. out there in AC? Yeah. And it's frustrating because Tony can clearly see that, like, no one's really biting on that, though. Mm-hmm. As Tony tries to rationalize it and the guys are kind of like, all right, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I mean... But it looks weak if you don't take a stronger uh, policy right. about this. Right. So in our next scene, Carmela is preparing to depart. She is fretting about everything that's going on in Jersey, everything that she's leaving behind and, you know, going off with Roe. And Tony tells her, you know, really just to calm down and enjoy herself. And then he lays quite the extravagant gift on her. Yeah. Uh, the real Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With what looks to be about 15K. Yeah. 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 Quite a quite a nice uh, parting gift. Yeah. How can you even spend that much over in Paris? Oh, you can. Oh, okay. Come on. All right. Big baller over here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She can get, you know, Louis Vuitton. <laughs> right. She can get the real gouchy. Yeah. She can get yeah. the real... <laughs> That's true. Yeah, all the mispronounced uh, designer labels yeah. that she could ever do. Cartier. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it really takes that Louis Vuitton and Chris Bills to get an I love you right. out of her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not even a real I love you. It's just, hey, I told you I, I love you. <laughs> yeah. I don't say it enough. Yeah. And then Tony's like, ah, oh, no one's stopping you. Right. Then she should have been like, but I mean, it will take 15 grand. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. Let's just be clear on that. Exactly. So a CI fucking A is what Vito is going with as his explanation to his kids. I was like, wait, his kids aren't four. Right. Like this is sort of a ridiculous alibi. (laughs) I mean, it's all it is just on its face ridiculous. Right. But also with these kids, I mean, aren't they like a little bit too old to believe that bullshit? <laughs> right. Can you imagine your dad telling you and your brother, yeah. like sitting you down when you're kids, like, yeah, I'm in the CIA. You're like, no, if I was in preschool, sure. Right. But if I'm like nine to 11 years old. Yeah. Unlikely. Unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Vito right come on yeah deep undercover <laughs> and poor marie like she has really no clue right what Vito has been up to what is really going on and Vito really going 
for it to get back in that closet mm-hmm. to even suggest having another kid right yeah just to prove Fuck. his heterosexuality yeah uh yeah uh it's it's a really sad situation yeah. that Vito's in he's just trying to wedge his way back into this life but it seems like it's not very possible right and the other life that he was forming with johnny cakes Mm -hmm. that's no longer possible either because this conversation with marie throws him Mm -hmm. back into calling jimbo Jimbo. yeah and he rejects him jimbo rejects Vito. right yeah and jimbo correctly ascertains that the only reason that Vito went back was because he just couldn't handle the boring life, which we saw, you know, demonstrated in the last episode. He couldn't handle New Hampshire. He wanted to party all night. He wanted to gamble. He wanted that action. Yeah. And Vito's trying to play it off as like, I have a wife and kids and stuff. But Jimbo sees through that. So uh, says, don't call me ever again. Hangs up. And that's the end of Vito, Vince, and Jimbo. And Jimbo. On to Perry. Right. Other than Rosalie's bowels yeah. comment, um, we get Carmela kind of taking a glance at Paris, mm-hmm. almost the same way it kind of reminded me of our opening credits of hmm. Jersey. Hmm. But it's just kind of, uh, you know, snapshots of streets yeah. and shops of yeah. Paris. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Very urban. You yeah. Know, probably maybe not all that she was expecting at first glance right right yeah i think that that's kind of a thematic element that weaves through these carmela and perry scenes mm-hmm. is that she wanted a light fun vacation and she's going to get something a little bit more nuanced than that that's true but we did talk about uh terry doria mm-hmm. uh the guy who asks for money from Vito. he meets him at a shopping mart and doesn't even want to stand close yeah. to Vito. Yeah. Because the, you know, gayness rubs off. Right. Yeah. He doesn't want to catch gay. So he doesn't also want anyone, I am assuming, to like witness physical contact of any right. sort between the two because then they might start saying, hey, Terry takes it up the ass. Sure. So uh, this is just an uncomfortable scene. And Vito, of course notices all these kind of little microaggression uh wow. i never <laughs> thought we would use the term microaggressions <laughs> on this podcast these kind of microaggressions sort of like just i don't respect you right kind of things but Vito is still so desperate you know to be back in that he is like all right fine yeah i'll i'll take i'll take all of that uh yeah fine whatever you want to hate me because of what you've heard about me I'll still loan you this money. Right. 20K. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half points, though. Right. Tony meets up with Phil. Phil goes straight into the, hey, you didn't tell me that Vito was back in town. <laughs> right. Uh, Tony doesn't even stay around for it. Mm-hmm. It's very short-lived because Tony doesn't even stay around for the threat Yeah. that Phil is about to deliver. Yeah, exactly. I, I like that Phil calls him Anthony, though. Right. Because on one hand, it's respectful because that's his real name. Mm-hmm full name uh but on the other hand it's almost disrespectful too sure because no one calls him anthony right you know yeah i mean it was a funny thing too uh with this anthony thing because i it's always noticeable it's already come up in this episode talking about aj yeah but i remember uh 
I remember Ralphie saying Anthony, dropping a few Anthonys. Right. You know, so it's interesting, like, the characters in the show who feel comfortable to use sure. the full name, you right. know, for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Because their you, captains are above, maybe. Yeah, you know? and then you look at other characters yeah. who just go with Tone. Right. Or T. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Right? You'll never hear Syl say Anthony. That's right, yeah. It'll be will. a Tone, Tony, yeah. T. But you get Phil... Anthony kind of works. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. That's an interesting thing. I wish that uh, Tony had dropped a Philip. That would have been really funny. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Philip, I'm not going to stay around for this. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Phil is just so not a Philip. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, but anyway, we get uh, we're gonna be bouncing back and forth between right. Jersey and Paris, back in Paris, Paris restaurant. I love Rosalie. Mm-hmm. I think you know, obviously, a great companion for Carmela on this philosophical mm-hmm. journey. You're right. Um, starting right off with just the attitude about the camera when she says, mm-hmm. "I put in the fucking memory stick." Yeah, just that <laughs> tone and how she delivers it, I yeah. really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. But she is a good, like, she is the yin to the yang of this situation. It's so funny, uh, because I just thought of something. I'm jumping ahead in a weird way, but the final episode of The Sopranos. Oh, wow. All right, everybody. You don't want to hear what's coming out of his mouth next. Cover your ears. No, no, no. Believe me, once I say what I'm going to say, you'll realize that you had nothing to worry about whatsoever. All right. It aired June 2007 which was the same month and year that the iphone launched right so this entire series neatly missed the entirety of the smartphone era interesting i'm saying all of this just to say memory stick (laughs) you know (laughs) that's over now yes wow yeah that was a whole tour of Paris we yeah. could have taken to get to that. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's actually a really good point. Uh, Carmela makes this great comparison about Tony mm-hmm. uh, to Carlo Montalban. Right. When they were down in Miami and how he just kind of fit right in for herself. She feels uncomfortable using her high school French to talk yeah. to anybody. Just a nice contrast between the assertiveness and that kind of just bold, extra like masculinity of Tony, mm-hmm. alpha male, alpha dogness of him, yeah. with Carmela's, you know, more kind of stereotypically like feminine self questioning, you know, right. lack of confidence. Yeah. So they head out from the restaurant and they're lost, but they have this moment when they stop and they become present mm-hmm. and mindful of where they are and start to get really sentimental and mm-hmm. in Carmela's case philosophical right you know rosalie's kind of like oh paris skies oh it's just like that movie oh mm-hmm. but Carmela's like deeply engulfed in the art and the architecture yeah that surrounds her yeah yeah and she's having a real moment as they say mm-hmm. and well yeah i mean there's more that I can say about this, but we'll we'll get into we'll it as it. we get into more of these Carmela scenes. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, we see that Tony basically was putting on a big show for Phil. 
because what he has realized as he complains to Phil, or sorry, Sill, <laughs> yeah. about what happened with Phil, Tony must acquiesce yeah. uh, to Phil's demand. Tony realizes this, and he's really pissed because, of course, he doesn't want to acquiesce to anyone ever, but he knows that he really has no choice and that Vito has to go. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. by the way, I just got to say, the top of this scene is I was going to mention amazing. Well. Yes. Right? I mean, the cut from Carmella literally in Paris looking at these beautiful statues and just making like a deep connection to them with her whole soul. Sill in Jersey outside the Bing. Clean that shit off her tit. <laughs> yeah. What's great too is like, there are a lot of scenes in this episode that's, mm-hmm. that really start off with great yeah. lines. Yeah. To really set up the scene well. Yeah, that is so funny. And this is a really good exchange between uh, Boss and Consigliere. Mm-hmm. You know, Sill knows that the decision to kill Vito is tough because he sees the soft spot that Tony is having for Vito's, quote, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And also, you're killing a captain of your own crew. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, also a very heavy thing to do as a boss. Yeah. Because yeah. in both instances, his his family can look at him sideways. Right. Like, wow, you killed a captain. Right. Are us captains safe? Oh, you, you know, acquiesced to Phil and you killed Vito. Mm-hmm. So it's like... That's a tough situation to be put in. Yeah. Yeah. No, it absolutely Funnily is. Funnily enough. Yeah. This yeah. whole thing has really put a wedge in Tony's uh, management style. Yeah. It's just another problem. And I guess that really goes back to him watching that World War II footage. You know, this is a big sort of right. question of leadership moment and what's the right choice to Pat. make. Yeah, that's the right. Did you say Patton? I did. Okay. <laughs> just throwing out more yeah. names. Yeah, yeah, no, just keep it coming. I will. Tom Hanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, he wants Carlo to do it. And typically, this would be the point where Tony storms into the Bing so angry, he has to throw something at Georgie. Mm-hmm. But instead, he missed a call from Carmela, mm-hmm. and he gets to watch a stripper to calm him down. Yeah. So, there we have it. And he's looking uh, quite interested in that stripper. He's really enjoying it. Well, Which is yeah. really funny to me because it's like, how, like, this is literally his job. Doesn't it get boring after a while? <laughs> Just, you know, well, yeah. what does it mean to him after a while? That's true. That's a very yeah. good point. Hannibal. But also, he hasn't banged a stripper since he got shot. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cut quickly to, you know, taking in Paris culture. Mm-hmm. Carmela and Rose see a sign commemorating a man who fought in the resistance yeah shot and killed french war hero yeah back to jersey this scene i really actually enjoyed i don't know maybe if you align with me on this but oh no totally phil's wife yeah right uh she's something yeah she can't stand Vito, the sinner Mm -hmm. but what i like is that she knows she has to know exactly what she's doing yeah. When she says to him... One thing I do know, Vito has to be made to face his problem squarely. Right. That equals, Phil, you need to do something. Yeah, Phil, specifically, make Vito disappear. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so she's being a little bit 
Janice-like. Mm-hmm. Or, as we've mentioned before, little Lady Macbeth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no. Wife pulling the strings on the husband. Get and then, shit done. Exactly. And then the other dimension here that I really like is that we've seen how tough Phil is, you know, how much of a hard ass he is. But as he's getting kind of browbeaten by his wife, right. you get this sense that, uh, you know, it's causing him some anxiety also. Yes. You know, just getting this pressure from her and he's like okay yeah i really do have to do something yeah it's kind of funny too he's just lying in bed with his pants off right (laughs) i mean i know they don't fit anymore yeah that blind taylor you're right yeah this is yeah but a good scene yeah yep because it is telling back to paris walking in the church the church of saint mustache or ustache (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell you, and I don't I don't think this is it, but I feel like there's a continuity issue. Oh, do tell. Well, okay, the previous scene, we just saw Rosalie and Carmela. Carmela mm-hmm. was wearing this white coat. Cut to Phil and his wife. Cut back to Carmela in the church. Obviously, still daytime, mm-hmm. but I guess a new day because she's wearing a purple coat. Hmm. That's very different from what she mm-hmm. was wearing before before okay not a big deal mm-hmm. uh she sees roe light two candles and they pray and again she's taken in by the mural of baby jesus yeah all of it okay that's fine yeah and then we go from there i'm gonna rush in through this for the continuity sake but we go from there to tony apparently the same day right because mm-hmm. he just was looking at that stripper mm-hmm well, now we're in his car, and we're like, oh, God, is he getting a panic attack again? Oh, really? Didn't you think, like, oh, he could be passing out? No, I thought he was getting his dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. The first time you watched this, you were not like, oh, yeah, he's getting his dick sucked. You did not think that. Well, you know what? I honestly, uh, I, I think that's actually a really interesting observation i you make me want to go back at that scene and see like oh is it sort of a misdirect because yes to me i'm not even joking like i've always have been like oh yeah he's he's getting a blowjob he's cheating for the first time since getting shot interesting going from the church to tony getting his bishop choked (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) if we can move past this oh man i hope that laugh wasn't too loud by the way (laughs) <laughs> the first time that we saw well not the first time but one of the many times one of the times that we saw tony pass out was listening to smoke on the water mm-hmm. and he's in his car and yeah. he passed out while driving yes he's listening to back in black another rock classic right and it looks like he might it, it's very similar him yeah. receiving a blow job yeah is very similar to how he would usually pass out right that's that's great that's great i mean i mean maybe the blowjob is so good problem he wants to pass out (laughs) oh what's the problem and then i have one more observation about this the continuity oh he's wearing completely different clothes yeah so it's not the same day with this stripper oh the clothing is completely different now see that is a continuity error because you would assume yeah he went straight from the bar right the bing with this stripper and, and then he took approached her, home. her and was like yeah I'll, I'll you know take you home and a little something on right, the right 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 yeah he's wearing completely different clothing huh 
Yeah. Unless he changed at the Bing. But, like, why do we have to think about that? Yeah. And then Carmela's in a different coat. I'm just saying the days are off here. Mm-hmm. That's all. He had to change into his blowjob clothes <laughs> <laughs> to drive home. Right. right. Uh, but, okay, so Tony getting head as he drives. Yes. Getting his road head. Uh, back in black, I like that choice because it actually is kind of a Greek chorus commentary on what's happening. Tony's back. He's right. back in, you know, in his bad mode, in sure. his bad boy mode. Right. You know? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Takes her home. Then he gets a, he drops her off, gets a call from Vito. And right. he sets up a time to meet Vito at the mall. And this yeah. is where I was confused too. 11 in the morning? Yes. Or 11 at night? Uh, it's got to be 11 in the morning, right? Based on how he doesn't see him. Yeah. It has to be. That he's yeah. waiting for the next day. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Vito heads home. Yes. Now, this is a penultimate if you consider 6A being its own season. Sure. This Which is I a... guess I do. Do you? Yeah, sure. You don't see season 6A and B as one whole? Well, thing? I do see them as one whole thing because I personally see them as one whole thing. Because if this really was always intended to be a standalone season, I got to say they sort of failed with it. Because yeah. it's basically treading water <laughs> for 12 episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it very much seems like an obvious, like, okay, we've got this, like, 18 episodes mapped out or whatever. We know it's going to be that. So we kind of just need to tread water for 12 episodes. Having said that, I did read the book uh, Soprano Sessions, mm-hmm. right? And David Chase is pretty emphatic that he considers 6A really to be its own season, and he considers it in his mind to be season six and the final episodes, 6B, to be really season seven. Okay. So he admits it's a failure. <laughs> in conclusion. <laughs> in conclusion. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, okay. But normally in our penultimates, yeah. we get an unexpected death. Yes. Mostly unexpected <laughs> deaths of the captains of the April crew. Right? Yeah. Richie. Yeah. Unexpected. Yeah. Uh, Gigi, unexpected. Right. Ralphie, unexpected. But Vito, we can see this coming. Quite expected. Right? Yes. We can see it coming. And then we see Phil literally coming out of the closet. Yep. How poetic is that? Uh, It's great. I love the theatricality. Right. He's lit up. Of Phil here. He's like glowing like the devil yeah right no he really is it's really it's really funny considering the situation yeah considering (laughs) the horrifying nature right of what is occurring here it is uh quite funny that he steps out of the closet in this way i agree completely yeah and then Vito, um you know uh is beaten to death yes in horrific fashion yes by uh that new guy (laughs) who just got made and a guy we later uh no as fat dom yeah yeah the other guy's name is um jerry the hairdo torchiano there we go uh torchiano yeah torchiano or torchianu or something i mean and he does have he should be called the hairdo because he has a nice like head of hair this guy i gotta say this is another funny amazon x-ray moment where i just happened to pause it and this little bit of trivia popped up and basically, the trivia was that there's a goof in this scene. Okay. Because when Fat Dom swings his club yeah. 
at Vito as Vito lies on the floor. Uh, when he hits, when he slams it down, it actually hits the bed. He misses, apparently. Okay. But it still makes the bone uh, crunching sound effect. Gotcha. Someone noticed that and pointed <laughs> it out as a goof. What a goof. I mean, that's actually like, yeah, that's what you're thinking about during this scene. Yeah, yeah, right. As you're watching this, you know, gay man get beaten to death for being gay. Right. Oh, the sound was wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we're back to uh, Paris. Yeah. Sightseeing. And I guess this is funny that Carmela's taking a picture of a French pork store. Exactly. Right? That's the idea. That's the idea. Yeah. Okay, good. She's quite amused. Back in New Jersey, this is where pirate bobby mm -hmm. comes in with the news that Vito has a pool cue up his ass right and is dead god harsh okay but like also gay that's pretty that's pretty gay of phil mm -hmm. to tell fat dom or hairdo now put that pool cue up his butt right right yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it's just Phil being like... Like, at that at that point, do you care about lube or... Well, no, because... Uh, yeah, let's not go into detail here. Okay, 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 I'm yeah. just saying. But I guess the thing is here, the I you know, Phil's like, well, look, if you want to take things in there, here's something for you. Right. You know? Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, it's just another way to sort of symbolically say the reason why we did this is because of this. And, you know, maybe it'll be a mystery to the cops or whatever. But uh, Tony and his guys will understand. Yeah, and again, it's a tough situation for Tony to be in. Yeah. With it's, his crew. It's kind of like the Luca Brasi, like, sleeps with the fishes, with the fish mm -hmm. wrapped up in his bulletproof vest, where, like, sure. you know, the way that the the body is dealt with or desecrated or whatever or we saw that with the one dude who got jimmy altieri the rat in the mouth rat in the mouth we've seen the rat in the mouth twice twice actually we saw it literally once but referred to twice wait no no we've seen it twice that's right because we saw jimmy with the rat in the mouth and then we saw the guy who was talking too much at green grove wait oh, no i'm sorry that's yeah. totally wrong <laughs> what, um, what show are we watching now <laughs> no 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 who's the other guy i'm sorry we're going in way too much detail here this is ridiculous but who was the rat in rat pack that died at oh, the end yeah that was yeah. barone that, that wasn't barone not it was, barone. um god damn it yeah no it'll come to me before this episode's over but it was that guy yeah that yeah guy. You're, you're right he was found <laughs> in the trunk right yes jack Masserone. Masserone. Yeah. yes not barone Masserone. wow uh, All right, where are we? <laughs> I feel like we really just kind of started meandering there. Okay, this is one of your captains. Mm -hmm. So Phil just killed one of your captains. Right. That's it's a... not explicit, but it's known. It's a huge transgression. Exactly. Yeah. Phil can't admit it, but everybody knows it. And you were the guy who was saying, eh, I don't know if we should do it, but Phil did it. Mm -hmm. and Carlo has to add to it. I know he's out of line. But still, you kind of have to admire the guy. It's that old talk with him. Yeah. Which infuriates Tony. Of course. Because it's like, f fuck, I fucked up. A little I bit. I should have just killed this guy. I mean, Tony had made the decision to kill him, but he just didn't act fast enough. It was too late. Right. Yeah. 11 p.m. a.m. Whenever I he guess. was supposed and to meet. I guess. And then also, 
yeah so clearly because he's at the pork store so he's yeah. not going to meet him anytime soon but true also carlo but maybe he wasn't supposed to be there and carlo was going to meet him that's why carlo's walking in because hmm. he was maybe there at the mall and he's like mm-hmm. fuck he didn't show up <laughs> right i was going to say that carlo clearly didn't get the order from sill hey it's your job to take Vito out that has not happened yet well we haven't seen that happen right but I, I feel like it did but I guess Carlo's reaction is just sort of like I don't know the way I was sort of reading the way the Carlo actor was playing the scene mm-hmm. it was as if he didn't know like oh this was going to be my job I was going to go do it oh and I was beaten to it just now I was thinking he rushes into that scene like yeah. oh no you guys have already heard oh. I was just coming back from the mall because I was waiting there forever mm-hmm and he never showed. Mm. And then I discovered, oh, he's dead already. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. No, it probably was that. I yeah. Don't know. Uh, and then Patsy makes that comment about wanting to borrow money. And that's the only time, that time, and yeah. when Terry borrows, actually borrows the money, yeah. that we get this massive borrowing that the synopsis points out. No frenzy. I mean, again, maybe that was, that line for the synopsis was created based on the off an earlier draft of the script or something, maybe more people did get money out of Vito. Who knows? Mm. Not important, but yeah. yeah, it is kind of like a sick little moment when Terry's like, hey. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And Tony knows what he has to do, but his right. rage is subdued by a call from Carmella. Yeah. And they kind of chat it up. And you've never heard Carmella call AJ Prince Albert. Right. Right? Yeah. That was kind of funny. Yeah. So they have the discussion, Tony again, slamming the French mm-hmm. a bit. They catch up. But back to Phil, what you do is you hit him in the wallet, right? Yes. Because as Tony says, Joe Bananas went after Carlo Gambino. Main guys got killed. The war went seven years. How many times I got to say this? When guys are on a mattress, they're not out earning. Right. And that's all it's about. Very important. Can't go to war. Right. You're not going to earn any money. I mean, it's not even war that they're talking about. The question right is, I mean, yes, they, they are saying that like a war would happen if Tony responded by killing one of Phil's people. Right. Right. Uh, so that's a very important detail. That is not the plan. Right. And Tony feels like that is not appropriate. Right. As much as he'd love to, probably. Uh, I'm sure. Cut to uh, fucking loser AJ. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I'd want to knock out his teeth. Yeah. Jesus. Right. Giggling on aim. Yeah. Shirtless. Ugh. Loser. <laughs> and Tony's look of disgust. Yes. Is pitch perfect. Yeah. And then we cut to Roe getting a number from a Frenchman named Michelle. Yeah, getting a little uh, cougar game in effect. That's right. This man's much younger. But Mama Carmela. Right. Ain't having none of it. Cock blocking Carmella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's her name. <laughs> uh, so funny. Uh, but right. we do get maybe, yeah, Carmella's most philosophical mm-hmm. here in the Roman baths. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this. Yeah. She's really treading on like very, very important big ideas that mostly men have been thinking about for years mm-hmm. about life and death what it all means and for somebody who's such a strict religious person 
for her to be making comments like, the city is so old. You think about all the people who've lived here, generation after generation, hundreds and hundreds of years, all those lives. God, it's so sad. Right, she then gets into, you know, when Tony was in the hospital. He came out of the coma for a minute. And he said, who am I? Where am I going? You know, at the time, I didn't know what he meant. Coming here, I feel the same way. Isn't that odd? Let me get a picture. Oh, honey, what? We worry so much. Sometimes it feels like that's all we do. But in the end, it just gets washed away. All of it just, just gets washed away. That's a very existential for Carmela. For Carmela. And especially we saw in this episode with all of her fretting and worrying and New Jersey and concern Mm -hmm. and all of that. But yeah, at the end of the day, she has uh, stumbled into existentialism the way that AJ did before his confirmation. (laughs) Although that wasn't really him being existential. I think that was him just being a shitty little shit. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> Who didn't want to deal with all that confirmation stuff? Right. Yeah. Rosalie doesn't know what she's talking about. They hug it out. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet moment there at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Marie finds out about Vito. I thought it was ridiculous that male bodybuilding would actually be on the TV. <laughs> right. That's a little too far, Chase. <laughs> That's a Chase thing, I feel like. When was the last time that that even, that I was watching TV and then even like saw a bodybuilding competition on the air? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you I see don't the, know what you watch. You see the like world's strongest man stuff, which is like pretty. Yeah, but that's different. That's know. the mountain picking up a. You know, right. two boulders and right. moving them across a field. Exactly. So that's my point. Like, you see that stuff on TV, but when was the last time you really saw, like, just a bodybuilding yeah, competition? It's disgusting. Being aired. Yeah. It's gross. Right. But uh, it's obviously just a little too homoerotic, especially <laughs> <laughs> for what has just occurred and yeah. and the concerns on Phil's mind. But and I think it's nice, though, that Philip uh, offers to make funeral arrangements. Mm-hmm. That's the After least all. he could do. <laughs> right. After he shoved a pull cue up her dead husband's ass yeah really good in this next scene to open up this therapy session Mm -hmm. because gandolfini's face i don't know if you like took a look at his face but Mm. it's almost as if he's playing that melfi just said something that he either disagrees with or doesn't know what she's talking about yeah no i did notice that really good opening yeah Yeah. because we're at the end of their session right Mm -hmm. that's where we're picking up on she's like is there anything you do want to talk about at the end Mm -hmm. here and goes right into how he hates his son. Mm-hmm. Hates him. Yeah. Yeah, currently. I mean, he really loves AJ, but yeah, at the moment, he has really traveled along this arc in this episode of not really, of being pretty apathetic and aloof about the AJ issue mm-hmm. uh, to now he's stuck with him in the house just the two of these guys yeah and uh tony's like wow yeah like i can't stand you actually really are obnoxious and you are a problem yeah i love the two because melfi really counters all of his arguments mm-hmm. you know i should have kicked his teeth in he would have grown some balls 
Melfi counters. Oh, like the balls you have when you take out your rage on mm-hmm. innocent people. Yeah. Countered. Or when, you know, Melfi with the... But I have to point out what you resent Carmela doing for AJ, protecting him from his father, is the very thing you had often wished your mother had done for you. And I just thought, wow, checkmate, bitch. Yeah, it's tough. She got you there. Yeah, yeah. She just kind of like maneuvered around him, got Tony all crossed up. Uh, she's been doing some good uh, therapy. Mm-hmm. Ther- therapy. Psychoanalyzing. Yeah, psycho psychoanalyzing. Analyses. Yeah, some analysis. Uh, she's been pretty on point these last two episodes. Yeah. But she also obsessively steers everything back to Olivia. Yeah. Which, you know, okay, yeah, sure. Trumpish. Just when I put myself in Tony's shoes, uh, as I often do, yeah. uh, it would be really annoying Yeah, if literally every single problem that I had, Absolutely. my therapist was always like, well, it's about your mom. Right. It's about your mom. Yeah. It's about your mom. Yeah. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So this is where uh, Carmela's morbid attitude. Mm-hmm kind of comes to a head with Rosalie. Well, I think it's like an, it's an existential sort of thing where she's just kind of like flowing through it all. She's like, we live, we die. Like, right. You know? Like, yes. We live, we die. Yeah. How about your dead son? And so she kind of forgets like that. She's obviously picking at literally the most painful thing that's ever happened to Rosalie. Right. Or yeah. ever will probably happen to Rosalie. I do like her point of how life goes on without you. Yeah. Like, we're sitting here right now talking. Mm-hmm. But there's New York City, right? Mm-hmm. And people living their lives right now. Right. We have no idea what they're doing, where they are, but yeah. there are people there. That's true. But right now, it's just you and me. Yeah. And they're all going to die. And so will we. Okay. I wasn't going there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, anyway, Jackie Jr. is brought up, and it really pisses Roe off. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious because... She gives this like, well, I'm gonna go out with Michelle tonight, mm-hmm. and and I don't care what you say, mom. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, it's really funny. Carmela's like, okay, okay, right. No, sure, sure, but it's kind of ruining the trip for Rosalie. Yeah, yeah, because Carmela's just really in this zone. Yeah. You know that uh, Ro can't really, Ro can't really follow her down that path. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, just a different kind of um, awareness, I guess. Yeah. There's a lot of meat in this episode. There is. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. No. But now we get to a critical scene. Yes. Yes. Uh, this is where we get our out-of-nowhere surprise whacking. I gotta say, this is one of my favorite whackings of the entire show. Really? It really is. Wow. And especially... You know, what's noteworthy about it for me is a few things. But, you know, obviously, and as we get to, like, the true end of the series, maybe we'll do some, like, best of the series list type stuff, countdowns and all that kind of thing. Ralphie obviously stands out. Richie obviously stands out. Mm -hmm. Fat Dom, a character no one gives a shit about at all and I don't even think really existed before this episode. Right. Uh, dies in this scene yes yet it's just so like entertaining and great and memorable wow yeah and it's just funny that it's happening to such a nothing character it is true yeah 
Well, he has to, you know, he's dropping off some payment, mm-hmm. sticks around for a bit. Uh, he's obviously one of the guys who who was there killing Vito. Right. Uh, says he can't stay, but sits anyway uh, just to tease Carlo and Syl. Yeah, just to break balls. About Vito. Yeah. Uh, and they obviously know that he might have been involved. Right. Directly with the killing. Right. Because he's one of Phil's guys. Yeah. So they're definitely both on the same page, Syl and Carlo. Mm-hmm. And I love the actor who plays Carlo here. Yeah. The looks he's giving. Right. Like it's really pissing him off. Yeah. Not just that he was directly referenced in the ball breaking mm-hmm. with the lipstick on the handkerchief, but the fact that like they both are on the same page of like, it doesn't matter if Vito was gay at this point, he's dead, but he was also part of our family. Exactly. And you can't do this regardless right. of the gay. Yeah. At the end of the day, he was still on our team. Right. You know, and there's only so many, all of you Jersey guys or homos just like Vito jokes that Fat Dom can make. But what is Fat <laughs> Dom doing? Like, does he think he can just get away with going from hanky, yeah. lipstick on the hanky to lipstick on the cock? Exactly. What is he thinking here? I mean, they were letting it go. They were letting it go. Still wanted to get him out of there. Yeah. Yeah. But Fat Dom just had to take it. Just He just had to say one thing too many. Now, what I like about this, I don't know if you caught this. Yeah. And this might even make the scene feel even better for you. Sure. Still hits him over the head. He jumps on his back. He mm-hmm. grabs him from mm-hmm. behind. And he yells at Carlo, hit him. Yeah. Hit him. But instead, Carlo grabs the knife, the carving yeah. knife. Yeah. And you can hear Sil say, Carlo, no. Yeah. But Carlo stabs him anyway. Right. But Sil is like, don't kill him. Right. Like, we'll fuck him up, but don't kill him. Yes. And Carlo goes ahead and stabs him repeatedly. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I did notice that. And that's yeah. part of what makes this entire scene so great. Yeah. It's that, you know, you want to talk about, because une- we've had the classic unexpected coming out of nowhere Sopranos murder. We've seen mm-hmm. it before. But we've rarely seen it where it's a surprise to the people who are killing the person. Right. You know, where it's like, oh, like, no one in this room thought it was going to go this far. Carlo can't even believe he's stabbing Fat Dom in his fat gut. <laughs> right. You know, but still is just happening. Yeah. And like Syl hitting him over the head to begin with. Like Syl didn't know he was going to do that until the moment he did it. You yeah. know, it was just pure impulse. Right. Also, I think it's important that, you know, Fat Dom is a made guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's part of why he's breaking balls this intensely. Uh, because he's like, I'm a made guy. No matter what, you can't kill me. Right. And then he's got a little bit of a surprise. That shield. You yeah. know? I mean, that's the thing that happens in Goodfellas, right? With Frank Vincent's character, Billy Bats, right. where he's going in on Pesci so hard because he's like, you can't do anything to me. I'm made. Yeah. And then he gets Get a shine box. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Carlo suggests the traditional method of carving right. up, uh, one of their victims. I forgot about this. Because didn't I reference this in our last Soprano show where I was like, oh, I always have an issue with the pork store yes. because I know they get rid of bodies back right. there. They finally acknowledged that. Here. Yeah. Sill's like, eh, no yeah. more of that. Uh, you know, with DNA now. Right. 
Um, so they, you know, they decide to clean it up when everything's closed down. Mm-hmm. Tell all the other guys, hey, a pipe burst. Yeah. No one's coming in. But no one told Tony. And he shows up. Right. And still d- tries his best to tell Tony, this is not good. Yeah. Bad time. Don't come in. <laughs> Tony barges in. Yeah. And I think stays a little bit too long in the room. Almost too long. Yeah. Almost well, too long. Well, because he really has to take it in and process it. Well, he really takes it in. <laughs> he really has to get a good look at Fat yeah. Dom's face to know really what just happened. Well, because I think there is a question naturally. Is Fat Dom out or is he dead? Oh, You know okay, what I mean? Is sure. he just out cold or is he like fucking gone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, does see the blood and... Uh, gets in his car Mm -hmm. i love that he's like you know using an excuse of like hey you know tell gab i hope she gets better from a flu you know like aka shut the fuck up around my driver about what you're talking about right now (laughs) yes yeah exactly like you gotta get on the road Mm -hmm. gets on the road i love too though that it ends with still saying like goddamn veto right yeah this is all still i mean maybe that's not literally my favorite line but it kind of is my favorite line <laughs> right where it's just like oh this is still just a big inconvenience and a problem right just like all of this veto shit has been yeah veto screwed us one more time <laughs> <laughs> exactly even after death there's a uh, a long thought here by tony mm-hmm. in this car ride and then he makes a call we don't know what it's about mm-hmm. until he arrives at home sees that fucking hair non <laughs> sitting on his couch yeah Takes AJ down to the garage and gives AJ a construction job that tomorrow morning he's going to have to be at 7 a.m. Which is good money and also a very masculine enterprise. So Mm -hmm. he's, you know, killing a couple birds with one stone here. Right. He's he's trying to punch AJ teeth out right but not literally yeah exactly which uh you know i love this scene so much it is uh one of my favorite tony aj scenes in a way oh sure because this is really the first time in the history of the show that tony has given his son a real taste of the other side i mean he's been rough with aj before he smacked him across the face before but this is the first time that he really leans on aj the way he would lean on someone in the gangster world you know oh yeah and i like that oh yeah i like seeing that and just countered with aj's childish nodding yeah just petulance (laughs) yeah saying you know so it's outdoors tony's like yeah yeah it's outdoors you fucking moron Mm -hmm. but a lot of excuses coming from aj very hard in this moment for tony to even say You're my son and I love you. (laughs) Right. Right? Very difficult. Yeah. But his bratty nods just turn into a broken windshield. Yeah, exactly. Which is brilliant of Tony to do. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's perfect. You know, the way that he uh, like smashed uh, Angie Bompensero's windshield that one time. (laughs) Yeah. I got to say, though, uh, when he smashes the windshield, uh, the sound and the motion of the smashing... AJ's reaction comes a little too late. It's All a right. bit of a goof. Add that goof. It's a bit of a goof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's brilliant. It's perfect. Yeah. Now AJ is motivated to go make some money so he can repair that sure. windshield. The last line of that scene. Yeah. Great. 
Yeah. Just if Tony setting it straight, yep. don't put me to the test. Exactly. Right? Yeah, this can go a lot further. Good last line. I enjoyed it. Scene. Yeah. Back in France, though, get this odd moment here. Carmela taking in France. Mm-hmm. But who do we see? Yet yeah. again, Adriana with yeah. Colette this time. Cosette. Cosette. Yeah. Right. The French naming exactly. of the dog. Yeah. She's very wrapped up with Adriana. Obviously, she's right. very existential right now. Mm-hmm. But this is the second time that Adriana has played a part in her dreams. Yeah. I mean, my feeling is that Carmela, deep down in her deep, the deepest part of her soul, knows that Adriana is probably dead and that it is somehow tied to her husband, Hmm. you know, and she'll never be able to like accept that and like really wrap her head around it. Sure. But she knows that probably aid died because of something having to do with Tony and Christopher Mm -hmm. or Tony or, you know, Tony or Christopher. Right. Or the two of them together. Yeah. Uh, So I think that that's why we kind of had that dream uh, in the very first episode of this season, mm-hmm. right, where she saw Aid, and then again here, Aid returns uh, because, yeah, Carmela's thinking about death and, and the existential questions. Yeah. And uh, we get kind of a is the light on where you are moment between uh-huh. Carmela and Phil. <laughs> Carmela and Because <laughs> we cut to Phil, who's yeah. just lying in bed wide awake. Right. Something is troubling him, it would appear. Which is an interesting note to leave Phil on here, yes. right? Where it's like, oh, okay, we saw him do this vicious, horrific act, but it's lingered with him a bit. I mean, let's say he didn't actually do anything. Right. He just watched it, orchestrated it. Yeah. Well, still pretty horrible when you think about what happened. Yeah. yeah. And then also ordering one of your guys to put a pool cue up his ass. Yeah, exactly. Carmela heads home. And we get just one last moment here. She walks mm-hmm. up to, you know, a storefront, but instead of taking in the material, she's taking in the art. Right. You know. Yeah. She's trying to leave with that. Her consciousness. Carry it with her. Yeah, carry it with her. Her consciousness has been expanded. Yeah. Yeah. Vito in the next scene. His kids. Right. Find out the truth. Sad. Of Super course. Sad daughter has no idea what's going on yeah of course and they have to read about how their dad was murdered because uh you know possibly it was tied to him being exposed a cia agent yeah not being a cia agent and then also just you know it had come out that he was gay which is mentioned in the article Mm -hmm. and that's a big thing for the kids that they can't even really process yet in any way uh, but yeah, just to have that little moment with them of like, well, this is who was affected in mm-hmm. the end. This is part of the tragedy of Vito being yeah. murdered. Yeah. And then we wrap up, um, episode Carmela back just to her household duties. Mm-hmm. You know, Van Patten does some interesting things here, like kind of just slow zoom in mm-hmm. on Carmela the way AJ leaves and she opens the door yeah. and then closes it, he's not there. Right. We hear the car, though, and you're just like, oh, okay, what's going on? Nothing. She's just back right. at it. Right. You know? Then we get the very last scene, which is 
the photographer who took the picture of Vito from the first episode, mm-hmm. the Thin Club, mm-hmm. and he discovers that oh, this man possibly was mobbed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. End of the episode. Right. Only one more of six A. I know, crazy. Or six, depending on how you look at it. I will have to say this, and I just thought of this right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to have to get ready for this, but I am getting married, and I'm going to be gone for a bit, and so will Hannibal. We're not marrying each other, by the way. We're getting married. <laughs> um, so we will have a bit of a separation, a time off, so get prepared for that. Yeah. You know, go back, recap some episodes if you want. Yeah. But we should be finishing roughly sometime mid-June. That's what we're projected to do. Yes. Anyway, this episode has gone on way too long. Yeah. Let's wrap it up with, if you like this, subscribe. Let your friends and family know. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Review. Five stars would be great. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, all over the place. Like we do with every episode, we end with our favorite line. I'll start our favorite line. Let's see. My favorite line came from the therapy scene mm-hmm. with Melfi. And it had to do with how Tony uh, described AJ mm-hmm. to her. I couldn't even hit him if I wanted to. He's so fucking little. He's got another side of the family. They're small people. But father, you could knock him over with a fucking feather. That's true. That was my favorite line. Yeah, that's a great line. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen that guy. Yeah, Hugh. Yeah. <laughs> you he, could. He's a little He's a little man. Yeah, yeah you the, could. The, the delivery is great, too. Yeah. Uh, speaking of delivery, yeah. that's kind of what led to what my actual favorite line is. Go like, ahead, do tell. Because uh, it, it really is all in the delivery, and it's in the first scene oh. uh, for the second time yeah, in a row. Uh, when... <laughs> Tony is just talking about how much he, like, hates this Ernan guy. Or the girl he crippled when he flipped over the car. Is she there drinking champagne with you? In her wheelchair? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I just loved that delivery. And it made me laugh out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Good actor. Yeah. Gandolfini had some chops.